Revelation 22.10 says, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. What do these words mean for our lives today? Find out on today's episode of A View from the Wall. Join I Am A Watchman Ministries Managing Editor Joe Kerr with co-host Dylan Burroughs, bringing you a fascinating discussion regarding the importance of Bible prophecy and Christian living today as it relates to our responsibility as believers to be watchmen. This is A View From The Wall. Welcome to A View From The Wall. I'm Dylan Burroughs here today with co-host Joe Kerr. And with the many events taking place in the Middle East and even in the United States, people have questions regarding the connections between Bible prophecy and today's headlines. What is next on the prophetic timeline? Well, to answer, we're joined today by Barry Stagner. Barry is pastor of Calvary Chapel Tustin in Southern California and is the featured speaker on the nationally broadcast radio program, The Truth About God. His church has also hosted one of the nation's premier Bible prophecy conferences called Proximity. We'll talk more about this and more on today's program. Barry, welcome to A View from the Wall. Thank you. Great to be with you guys again. Well, Barry, your church and your ministry are known for your focus on teaching Bible prophecy. So let's begin by sharing a bit about the upcoming Proximity Conference for our listeners today. Well, it's been something that we've done now for five years, and it kind of outgrew our own facility where we, our first two years, hosted it uh, at Calvary Chapel Tustin. But we've had to look uh, beyond our borders, so to speak, and we're going to be hosted by Calvary Chapel East Anaheim, who have a wonderful and large a sanctuary to accommodate all the people that will be coming. And uh, as always, we have a great lineup of speakers. We're actually kind of duplicating what we did last year because they're just, you can't get everything in in one day, especially with the group of speakers we have. Uh, Jan Markell is coming and uh, Jack Hibbs is coming. And of course, uh, Amir Sarfati will be with us once again. And uh, just really looking forward to a, a great day and um, uh, being informed about what's happening in the world as it pertains to Bible prophecy. Pastor Barry, that sounds like quite a lineup. A lot of guests that folks who listen to this program are familiar with and several who have been on this program before. Can you give us just a sneak peek what our listeners might hear from some of those speakers at Proximity? Well, I know that uh, we'll stick with the general theme, which was quoted at the opening of the program from Revelation 22.10, that the time is at hand, and of course our conference title every year being Proximity, which is in relation to nearness of a time or physical location, and so our focus is going to be what's going on in the world that gives us a, a guesstimate of exactly where we are in the prophetic timeline. I know Amir has uh, titled his message from Habakkuk 2.4 as uh, the day approaching. Uh, I'm going to be doing a message also talking about the coming of the lawless one, and that word coming is the Greek word parousia, and it's used obviously for the coming, the second coming of Jesus, but it's the same word used for the coming of the lawless one, and we're going to be talking about the things that are going to happen during the tribulation that we're looking at the precursors to right now. Jan is, as always, going to bring us a wonderful update on current events, what's happening around the world, and uh, Jack, I haven't got uh, Jack's uh, message title as of yet, but I know it'll be exciting and uh, obviously appropriate for the day. So we're going to have a well-rounded day, and we'll close it out with a Q&A time, as we do every year, uh, which is always a favorite uh, of those who are uh, present. 
And we're talking about January 25th there in Anaheim, California. And uh, some of the speakers you probably are familiar with if you listen to this program much in the past, Amir Sarfati, who was born in Israel and is president of Behold Israel, wonderful speaker. And we also have Jan Markell, founder of Olive Tree Ministries. We featured her before here on A View from the Wall as a wonderful testimony as well as a powerful radio program and conference that we were at this past year. And of course, Barry Stagner, as well as Pastor Jack Hibbs from Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. We've had him on the program as well. So, so much that you won't want to miss. So we do want to encourage you to check out the website. I think it's cctustin.org proximity. And as he mentioned, it's going to be at the Calvary Chapel East Anaheim location. That's in Anaheim, California, January 25th. And as we continue talking a little bit here, you mentioned a little bit about some of the updates from the headlines we've had recently. And Barry, talk a little bit about that because we're seeing stuff in the news like the U.S. airstrikes against Iranian targets in Iraq and Syria, ongoing issues among those who are Israelis and Palestinians. What are some of the things going on that are related to Bible prophecy that are standing out to you right now? Well, I think that is a, a, a point that we, we need to draw attention to, that the Middle East is going to be the focus of world attention, specifically the nation of Israel, and of course what's going on with our own uh, drone strikes and all in Iraq against the Iranian uh, proxies that are operating there. Uh, you know, it's all about Israel, even though what's happening is in the borders of another country. It is because of the Iranian uh, government's hatred of Israel, their desire to drive them into the sea, wipe them off the face of the earth, all the other things that we've heard coming out of that uh, government in the years past are just manifestations of what we're seeing, or we're seeing manifestations of those things today in these uh, military activities. I think the main thing really uh, of late, we've been watching over the past couple of years, the coalition that was described in Ezekiel 38 and 39 coming together, even geographically now being militarily active on the northern border of Israel. But recently, the kind of uh, silent uh, players, so to speak, thus far, have now risen to the surface as we see uh, Turkey being a major player in the uh, Middle East invasion of Israel. We're seeing a lot of stories coming out uh, from the Middle East of Turkey now uh, having a military presence or at least offering to do so in Libya. Libya is a name player in the Ezekiel invasion. And also uh, Ethiopia, uh, which is a term the Bible uses in the Old Testament for the regional area south of Egypt. So that would be modern-day Sudan. And now we see a relationship developing, commitments being made between the Sudanese and uh, military and uh, the Turkish government and Tayyip Erdogan uh, and his uh, plans to restore the caliphate and the uh, Ottoman Empire-type domination of that particular part of the world. So, you know, the, I think if we were going to describe what's happening right now, we're seeing the small pieces of the puzzle begin to come together, not just the major players uh, of the Ezekiel invasion and the war there uh, taking place, but, you know, we've really been watching and waiting uh, for something to begin to develop with Libya and the Sudan, and it's happening right now. We'll hear a lot more about this on January 25th, I'm sure, and who knows what might happen between now and then, right? Well, it's just, you know, I, I do a program called World News Briefing on his channel, and it was actually started by uh, Pastor Chuck Smith and uh, Don Stewart, who was the host at the time, had said many times that, you know, they really had to work hard to get an hour's worth of stories. Uh, but now you couldn't cover all the stories in a single week in eight hours. There's just so many things 
that are happening today. So you're right. We Who knows what we're going to see between now and then. Maybe, maybe we'll be in heaven by then. Who knows? There you go. That'll be a headline for sure. Yes, well, we can already tell this is going to be an amazing conference and one we are excited to take part in as well. So we'll be right back with more in just a moment here on A View from the Wall. Stick with us. From I Am A Watchman Ministries, here's today's I Am A Watchman Minute. Do you ever feel low, unworthy, worthless to God? Consider the story in Zechariah 3. There we see the high priest Joshua standing before God in heaven. This man, who represents the best and most holy of men, is shown in filthy clothes, which means he's sinful, unfit to stand before the presence of God. If the high priest was shown to be unworthy, then what hope do we have? But there is hope. In Zechariah 3, Joshua is, quote, snatched from the fire like a stick still smelling as smoke. He's given new clothes to wear. He's cleansed and forgiven. Yes, Satan accuses, but God through Jesus Christ acquits. We all fall short, but in Jesus we find hope for forgiveness and for eternal life. Be bold. Be faithful. Be a watchman. Iamawatchman.com Welcome back to A View from the Wall. We're talking with Barry Stagner, pastor of Calvary Chapel Tustin and host of the Proximity Bible Conference taking place January 25th, 2020 in Anaheim, California. And, you know, we recently had the opportunity to interview Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on A View from the Wall. And we talked about Israel and the changes in U.S. policy there. Um, Barry, we know you've been to Israel a number of times. What are some of the things you see happening in Israel right now that relates to Bible prophecy? Well, it's interesting to watch the uh, what's happening in the higher echelon of government, so to speak, and some of the confusion that's been going on there. And it really feeds into the fact that the world is going to be seeking after peace and security or peace and safety in the last days. And there's going to rise to power someone who even the Jews are going to uh, at least momentarily recognize as a global leader. And I think a lot of this political instability, we've got it here, they've had it in uh, England, look at the uh, situation in the EU and all the things that are happening there, as well as the governments uh, around the world and the instability from the things happening in Venezuela and uh, elsewhere in the world. It just points to the fact that the world is going to come to a place where they are just going to really uh, bow down to anyone who can offer a sense of stability. So I, I think that's really a key in what's happening in Israel. We know they're going for an unprecedented third election here at the beginning of the year. And, um, you know, it's kind of some good news came out over the past few days. There was a primary where uh, Netanyahu scored some 72% of uh, the vote, which he's the guy they need. I think, uh, you know, just looking at uh, the, our president and now uh, Boris Johnson and these other strong leaders, and you've got their counterparts in Putin and Erdogan, and uh, they need somebody who understands the uh, situation that the world is in, and I think Netanyahu's got a pretty good finger on the pulse. But I think that's one of the more interesting things happening uh, is the instability at the highest level of government around the world. We've got, of course, the fiasco that's gone on uh, here in our own country and, you know, these efforts to impeach the president and all these other things. And it just it speaks of what is coming and that uh, the world is going to go after a smooth-talking flatterer, according to Daniel 11, 
and uh, follow after him, and all will bow down before him, as Revelation 13 says. So uh, political instability is a major piece. It doesn't necessarily uh, always get a lot of press, but it is part of the last day scenario. And the other thing we know that's happening over there, there was just a report that uh, came out uh, yesterday. I saw a little blip on Instagram from a blogger that I follow over there who actually uh, works with the government, and he put out a statistic that was wonderful to see, and that is that Israel now is home to 177,000 Christians. And, of course, this is a bit of an anomaly in the Middle East. Uh, most of the countries surrounding them you know, are anti-Christian uh, at best. And uh, to see that happening reminds me of what's going to happen, according to Zechariah, that the Jews someday are going to look upon the one whom they pierced and mourn for him, as one mourns for an only son. So we're seeing things happening spiritually, but we're seeing things happening politically that all point to the things that are going to take place during uh, the 70th week of Daniel. So pretty exciting times. You've had the opportunity recently to speak overseas with a friend of this ministry and a guest on our program before, Amir Tsarfati. Do you see an increasing hunger for an end times message or things of Bible prophecy as you travel around the world? Well, it's interesting because I hear the same thing, Amir hears the same thing everywhere we go. And by the way, uh, we will be in the Philippines uh, together the week before uh, the uh, Proximity Conference, and I'll be arriving home uh, the Monday before the conference, and then we're off to uh, several other stops around the world uh, uh, throughout the year, and here in the United States as well. But the comment that is made, or the comments uh, that are made, are the same no matter where we are, whether it's in New Zealand or Australia or anywhere else in the world, uh, two comments always come from uh, almost everybody that we engage with. And one, that is, no one is teaching the Bible. And secondly, no one is teaching Bible prophecy. And we know that's a bit of hyperbole there, because there are good Bible teachers all over the world. But by and large, the focus is now on, you know, the social gospel and other things that um, don't demand the uh, exegesis of line upon line precept upon precept of Scripture. So we hear that more than anything else, and um, I heard it multiple times. We were just in Australia last July, and in both Perth and Melbourne, I heard the same comment over and over and over, and that was that nobody's teaching Bible prophecy. And in that uh, beautiful country of Australia, uh, several people told me that there were only two people that they knew of in the whole country that actually paid any attention to Bible prophecy, two pastors, that is. So, yeah, there is a hunger for this, and it's a hunger created by the absence of teaching. So we're living in a time where, uh, you know, people have longed to see these events down through the centuries uh, fulfilled. And we happen to be a privileged generation that's watching them uh, come to pass, at least the precursors of what's going to happen uh, during the tribulation period. Well, that's really well said. I know in the end of Daniel, it talks about the increase of knowledge that will take place in the last days. And if nothing else, we've certainly seen an abundant increase of knowledge in the Internet age as everything has become digital and easily shared among devices worldwide. But as you look at all the information that's being shared, there's also uh, two other themes that emerge. One is the growing uh, level of deception you see disinformation perhaps or fake news out there but also an increased level of persecution i think of the anti-semitic attacks in the u.s or anti-semitism in the west and there's just another church shooting in texas talk a little bit during the segment about some of the persecution that may be taking place worldwide now and what the bible says about persecution in the last days well we know that jesus said that you know we're going to be hated by all for his name's sake and 
you know, as we watch the things that he talked about uh, in the opening uh, section of the Olivet Discourse, you know, he talked about a series of events, you know, false Christ, which is the deception uh, that is rampant in the world today spiritually. And then, of course, his hatred of all who claim his name is going to uh, increase as well. We know that certainly anti-Semitism will be on the increase, according to Zechariah chapter 12. And uh, so we're watching this unfold right now uh, as well. And we've heard, you know, many times people uh, seek to uh, speculate as to what the world's reason to uh, or excuse is going to be for the mass disappearance of people uh, when the rapture takes place. And, you know, we're seeing efforts in that regard already, you know, talking about the cosmic cleansing and other things that would uh, lead or alien abduction, all these other crazy things that are right. uh, used to explain uh, the rapture of the church. But, you know, we're seeing just uh, the delusion within the world. We're seeing the deception within the church. Uh, we're seeing the rise of anti-Semitism and persecution of Christians. We know that uh, uh, there was just an execution of 11 Christians on Christmas Day in retaliation for the, uh, the, the strikes against uh, two of the leaders, uh, uh, al-Baghdadi, uh, who was killed in his second-in-command. And so, you know, we're, we're seeing this type of thing develop as well. And we know that, as Jesus said, it would be in the days in which we now live as it was in the days of Noah. And the limited information we have about the days of Noah includes the earth being filled with violence. And uh, the target of the violence, as you mentioned, with the shooting in Texas and uh, the other shootings that we're seeing, sadly, uh, around the world in churches as well as synagogues, it's just part and parcel of what the last day's violence is going to include. Well, these are some important words, and we'll be back with more in just a moment on A View from the Wall. Stick with us. No one goes to an adventure movie and leaves before the climactic ending, but that's exactly what many people do with the Bible. Author and animator Todd Hampson. Revelation is the most neglected book of the Bible, but it's the one book that explicitly says you will be blessed if you read it and study its words. My new book, The Nonprofit's Guide to the Book of Revelation, features original artwork, including comic strips, easy to understand charts, illustrations, infographics, and more. The Nonprofit's Guide to the Book of Revelation is literally fun to read, and it will help you to understand all of the key features of the Bible's final book. Todd produces comically illustrated books and products that help readers consider the claims of Bible prophecy in order to face today with a sense of joy, courage, clarity, and purpose. The Nonprofit's Guide to the Book of Revelation is his latest, and it's available in the bookstore at IamAWatchman.com. The Nonprofit's Guide to the Book of Revelation. It's the easiest way to understand the hardest book of the Bible. Welcome back to A View from the Wall. This is Dylan Burroughs along with Joe Kerr. We've been talking with Pastor Barry Stagner about the Proximity 2020 conference coming up January 25 in Anaheim, California. And one reason we're excited to share about it is that we are going to be there. Now, Joe, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about some of our plans when we get there to the Proximity conference this month. Yes, we are excited to be a part of Proximity. We have enjoyed our relationship with Calvary Chapel churches over the last couple of years and how they've embraced the I Am A Watchman ministry. So we will be there recording with several of the guests who will be speaking and give people a chance to get a sense of what it's like to be at the conference, as well as an opportunity to meet people. So we hope you'll come up to our table and introduce yourself. Let us know that you listen to the broadcast. We're excited about being a part of Proximity. 
If you are there, be sure to come by our table and say hello and talk to us a little bit in person. We would love to hear from you and encourage you in that way. But as we wrap up our time together today, we want to talk a little bit about Watchmen and the responsibility of believers in these last days. Uh, we like to conclude each program with a word of encouragement for our Watchmen, our watch women. And so, Barry, as we talk today, share a little bit of encouragement and hope for those who are listening. Many times people who are listening to these types of broadcasts think that they are the only ones out there who still care about the coming of Jesus, who still care about Bible prophecy, help them uh, get a little bit of encouragement today, a little bit of hope, if you would. I think much like sharing the gospel, we have to remember what our responsibility limitations are. You know, with sharing the gospel, we're called to sow seed, and that's the end of our responsibility. I've been uh, teaching through the book of Acts, and he, uh, Paul, uh, being he, was discouraged uh, about the reception he was receiving from his fellow countrymen. And it always weighed heavily upon him, and the Lord appeared to him in Acts 23, whether it's in a vision or or personally, we don't know. But what we do know is that the Lord said, you testified of me in Jerusalem, and you will bear witness of me in Rome as well. And he was just really encouraging Paul, I think, to remind him that he had carried out what he was commanded to do. And so we are to speak the truth in love. And I think a lot of times where Christians get discouraged is, like with Paul, looking at the outcome. And uh, our responsibility is not to determine the outcome. We can't do that. It's God who does the saving. Uh, It's He who uh, teaches us all things by His Spirit. And uh, so we have to recognize our responsibility, I think, both to proclaim the truth and speak it in love, and also to be well-informed ourselves and communicate truth uh, to those who are around us concerning the last days. And as was mentioned earlier, that wonderful verse in Daniel 12, 4, we're told that uh, the vision of Daniel was sealed up until the time of the end. And that tells us that because we are seeing and able to understand much of what Daniel wrote, that we are at the time of the end. So that gives us a further responsibility. And, you know, I was having a conversation one time at a Wednesday night service, and one of the brothers here at the church and myself were talking about the rapture. And I turned, and there was someone who was a visitor um, who was looking at us both with just this look of disbelief uh, that we were discussing, you know, an instantaneous translation into the supernatural realm by the power of God. And, uh, you know, it was, he looked at us like, you guys are some kind of kooks. But, you know, that doesn't shouldn't slow us down. And uh, the response is not our responsibility. We are just simply like the gospel. So seeds. We need to be speaking to this generation as though it is the last generation, and I believe all the evidence points to that. So I think people need to just be encouraged. Don't don't get discouraged by responses or anything else going on around us. Just be bold, be strong. Paul even said his chains had emboldened others to speak the gospel. So even if we get some funny looks and people question us and call us kooky, uh, we're not the pioneers of that, nor are we alone. Pastor Barry, where can folks get more information about Calvary Chapel and about your ministry and books that you've written? And then specifically, where can they go to get more information about how to register and attend the conference? The conference is Calvary Chapel Tustin, or cctustin.org is the conference website. There's a link right on the homepage to go to registration. And if you'd like to join us in person, also you'll be able to view the conference in its totality on hischannel.com. They'll be broadcasting the whole day live. Uh, Calvary Chapel Tustin, Behold Israel, and possibly uh, Calvary Chino Hills will all be streaming it, 
as well, if that's your preferred method. Uh, but the best signal is going to come off of, of his channel, so they can watch that all day. And I've got a personal website, barrystagner.com, where you can find my four books and other listening resources, DVDs, and things of that nature. If someone is interested in uh, hearing not just more about Bible prophecy, but uh, it's kind of interesting. I speak at these prophecy conferences uh, all over the world, uh, but I've never written a book on prophecy, so I'm working on one now. But uh, God is always—I have a burden for people, and uh, of course, you know, as we all do, we love and care for people and want to make sure they're ministered to. So I've got a pair of devotionals. Uh, one is based out of the Psalms. It's my most recent book called The Side Still Waters. And then I've got a book uh, for hurting people called Dancing with the Scars, uh, Finding Hope When Life Hurts. And then I've got a book on marriage uh, called Happily Even After. And uh, you can find all those on Amazon. You can also follow the link from barrystagner.com. Well, you've given us some encouraging words, and as you've listened, you know that Barry is not just a speaker and a pastor, but also as a prolific author with many books that you can check out there at his website at barrystagner.com. Again, the Proximity Conference, you can register now at cctustin.org slash proximity. That's cctustin.org slash proximity. And in our last minute or two together, Pastor Barry, if you would just share a little story, uh, perhaps either from your own congregation or where you're living now, of how God is at work in positive ways, changing lives to celebrate our time together today? You know, it's uh, we hear a lot of things uh, from going on around the world uh, within the Church, and I, I think it's just fascinating to see what God is doing in the Middle East, especially, you know, where uh, there's a lot of places where the feet of the missionary is no longer allowed, and, uh, you know, people go there, uh, you know, to their own peril at times. But God hasn't given up on these areas, and one of the areas where the church is growing the fastest is in Egypt, and there were some uh, 3,000 house churches that were started over the past two years in Egypt, and my son was uh, just recording an event at a church, a local Persian church uh, recently. It was about 100 people, and he had to film everything from the back so people's faces wouldn't be shown for when they go back home, but the question was asked by the pastor, uh, how many of you came to know Jesus through a vision? And about 40 of the 100 people raised their hand. And then he asked the question, how many of you who had a vision of Jesus had never heard of Jesus before you had that vision? And the same 40 people raised their hand. And that took my mind back to the fact that God is unwilling that any should perish. And he desires all to come to repentance, a change of mind, and uh, therefore heart and life. But he's moving today. He's doing great things. He's still saving souls. Uh, the church, as much as the negative press we hear about the church today, Christ is still the head of the church, and he is still moving, he is still saving, and he is still using people to reach others. So, And when he can't, or when people are unavailable, so to speak, uh, the Lord is still making himself known. So it's just a wonderful and blessed time to be alive, and uh, God is on the move, and we need to serve him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Well, Barry, we love that story, and I love the words that you shared that God hasn't given up on these areas, talking about the people in these unreached people groups, unreached parts of the world. And if you're listening today, God has not given up on you as well. If you're going through a struggle of some kind, know you can reach out to Him today. You can also call out to us at IamAWatchman.com. We'd be glad to take any prayer requests you have, any needs you'd like to share and pray for you as well. Again, thanks for being with us today, and join us again next time on A View from the Wall. A View from the Wall, in association with I Am A Watchman Ministries, exists to equip a worldwide audience with biblical truth 
sharing it with others, and being prepared for Christ's imminent return. The team seeks to encourage, inspire, and equip watchmen for such a time as this. For information about the ministry and upcoming events, visit IamAWatchman.com. A View from the Wall is made possible by the team of dedicated pastors, editors, and the many contributors of I Am A Watchman Ministries. To support our efforts, give online at IamAWatchman.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time on A View from the Wall.